Now, the government's being warned that cutting the number of pokies is not going to solve the issues of problem gamblers. Consultation has just closed on government reforms that would see pokey numbers uh, limited. And Peter Dengate-Thrush is the chairman of the Gaming Machine Association and with us now. Hi, Peter. Hey, Heather. What are you expecting? You expect the government to start cutting the number of pokies? Can I just clarify that a little bit? Their consultation paper is not about cutting the number of machines. Um, There are people who want to do that and will come back to that, but that's not Mm. the government's plan. What the government's proposed in a consultation paper is three different things. Um, And the first one is something that we've been suggesting ourselves for a long time and we're fully behind, and that's a coordinated sort of integrated training program for the operators of the of the gaming machines. At the moment, um, that's pretty much left up to the individual operators. And we've been saying it would be better if there was a unit standard and a national qualification in the same way that there is for other aspects of hospitality. So we're, we're of one mind, I think, on that. Let's get the training coordinated and centralised and organised. And then... Um, then the conditions will be better in all of the places where, where gambling occurs. So that's not a problem. The second one is um, uh, looking at, and this is where there is some difficulty, they want to, they're asking the community whether the games themselves should be changed, whether they should reduce the number of um, jackpot, the, the value of a jackpot, or reduce the amount of betting that can go on. And, and we don't think that's at all sensible or practical. And the reason for that is the value of the jackpots uh, was set about 20 years ago. So on an inflation-adjusted basis, um, what was the maximum of 1,000 is now actually only worth about 660. Um, And the value of the maximum bets declined, and that hasn't made any difference. So we think that um, there may be better ways of dealing with the problem that we are keen to solve, and that is, you know, what do we do about the small but serious number of uh, problem gamblers in this country. There's 0.2% of the population are problem gamblers, so 99.98% of the population are not problem gamblers, but for that very small number for whom it's a serious health and addiction issue, we want serious remedies, and we don't think reducing the fun of the game for everyone else um, is really going to help that, that number of seriously addicted people. Peter, can I just check with you? So we have got, did you give me a third third thing that they're trying to do? The training, the reduction of the, the value of the jackpot on what's the third one? The third one is to change the penalties and imp- uh, that are available for breaches. There are harm minimisation regulations in place, but only about half of them have any penalties associated with breach. So without getting too legalistic about it, they're talking about making some additional penalties for breaches of those regulations. Now, do you the, the, re- reducing the value of the jackpot? Is the government actually able to do that? Well, they can. They they already do that. That's a, that's a number that's set at set at a thousand dollars by regulation, and they're talking about saying, well, what would happen if we re- the, the consultation paper says, what are some of the things we might do? And this is a suggestion in there. Um, and as I say, we reduce it even further. Say, reduce it even further. So to what? You know, it's a bit like it's a bit like saying let's reduce the value of the lotto prize or let's. Yeah take all the racehorses and make them run slower or something. You spoil it, spoiling the actual event, spoiling the occasion, which it is, you know, it's a fun night out for 99% of the population. Peter, here's um, the thing. I, I'm not a fan of the pokies. I mean, it just it, it doesn't float my boat and I don't particularly have a problem with, with regulation of it. But it does seem kind of pointless now because I would have thought that this has been eclipsed by a much bigger problem, which is online gambling. Well, we say that as well, and, and there's some alarming statistics coming out about that. Uh, for example, the Kiwi Bank recently published figures about how much credit card spending they are seeing 
on online gambling. Uh, almost all of that is going offshore. There's a very small amount stays in the country, but that was $30 million a month. So that's $360 million a year. That's um, an extraordinary amount when you think the Kiwi Bank's one of the smaller banks in New Zealand. And, and when we see the figures from the others when they come out, we'll probably find it's well over a billion dollars a year uh, going offshore. And the worry about that is, you know, our current model uh, is built around the charitable community giving model. Our, my operators run on a not-for-profit basis, and 42% of the proceeds go back into the community, to the opera, to, uh, to sports clubs, to ambulances, to surf life-saving, etc. None of that would be available if that billion dollars or whatever it is is going offshore. And, of course, there are no regulations governing the harm or the minimisation or the treatment. Yeah, Peter, thank you so much. Appreciate it. That's Peter Dengate Thrush, the Gaming Machine Association chairman.